Hello, and welcome to Career Talk with OG, where we empower you so opportunities come to you. Through our series of podcasts, we will give you relevant, practical, actionable career tips and strategies. We believe that through the act of storytelling, we can deliver relatable and authentic talks that allow listeners to gain real-world insight into the career journeys of industry professionals. With our very own Sasson, we bring to you Career Talk with OG. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to another Career Talk with OG. I have my buddy Isaiah. Guys, I want to tell you something about Isaiah. Isaiah and I met, gosh, maybe about four or five years ago, uh, early on when I first started my company. And I didn't even have a website. People would ask me, hey, Oscar, can I connect with you? Or what's your website URL? And I was like, listen, just connect with me on LinkedIn. And I was kind of like, because honestly, I didn't have a website. And Isaiah and I met through a mutual client, past client. And um, one of the things that I admired and love about Isaiah is he's the type of web designer and he does more you you know today's topic is obviously on how to spice up your social media but isaiah can literally read your mind this guy's a mind reader i basically (laughs) just gave him some basic chicken scratch on a piece of paper of what i wanted on a website and he came back and he's like hey here's some templates what do you think this and i'm like oh my gosh like this is exactly what i was looking for and for me personally i love working with people like Isaiah. So Isaiah, thank you, my friend, for being on Career Talk with OG today. Thank you for having me. So Isaiah, um, let's start off first, uh, as I always like to do with people uh, that I have here, talking about, um, first of all, um, about your your entrepreneur journey. How did you get into uh, the whole uh, graphic design, website design? And again, I mean, you do a lot more, and I'm going to show in a minute some of the other things that you do. But tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Okay, so basically back in, um, so I graduated from San Jose State in 2001. And then, uh, you know, the market wasn't that great. So I was trying to look for a job, and I ended up working at this promotional products company. And I was there for a few years. And it was uh, one of those jobs where you get the day-to-day stuff, but the creative things, I was just really struggling. So I started um, working kind of at night on freelance projects for friends, um, you know, small businesses. Uh, I was doing a lot of work for my church. So that kind of started it off. So in 2004, um, I was like, let's, let's be a little bit more focused. So I'll do my day job. And then at night I'll do all these freelance jobs with like the fun kind of projects. Yeah. So then, um, as I was doing that, um, the economy was like doing pretty well. And then 2008, you know how everything just kind of went to a big crash. Um, I had this kind of, I, I guess you could call it a come to Jesus moment. And I felt like, um, like I'm a Christian and I was praying about like what to do next. And I had uh, basically gotten laid off from the regular job. So, you know, I could either look for another job or I could just take the leap and start my own, you know, full-time graphic design business. So after lots of, you know, pros and cons and kind of struggling with that consistent income versus working on projects that I really feel passionate about i i took the leap and uh that first i want to say the first month was i was scared out of my mind uh and mind you i actually rented an office space which is probably not the best idea but i rented an office space i had uh like a photo studio in the back so my my main business was going to be like logo design, uh, print design. Um, I was gonna do photographs, have, you know, like photo shoots and all yeah. that stuff. So I ended up um, just working on whatever projects were coming kind of struggling a little bit because it's very naive at the time. And, you know, even thinking back, I'm like, what, why, 
Why did I do that? That's so foolish. But I think for me, I needed to take that because I needed to know that I was taking that risk and my business was worth taking that risk. And the crazy thing about like jumping and going into the unknown is you're forced to just work as hard as possible. Any projects that would come in, I mean, I would just go way above and beyond what they're asking. And I would get, you know, a referral from a smaller job and another job and another job. And it was just kind of like the snowball effect. And I made it, you know, the two years on my lease, I totally thought I was going to fail and it was going to be miserable, but I ended up, you know, being able to pay the rent and actually, you know, make some money. And that was kind of like the big leap. And then I moved my business back to my home thinking, oh man, this is it. I'm going to have to find another job. But then there was this momentum and I started getting like bigger and bigger clients. I was working on like really big budgeted projects and then it was so amazing. And then I, I kind of felt like, man, this is the dream that I had. And if I just keep investing in myself, keep pushing myself to connect with other people, then I think, you know, it could be really, really good. Oh, it's just, Isaiah has an echo. I know, I, Should I, I, yeah, I hear you fine. I hear you fine. You're good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you so, know what? If it's an echo, maybe some people need to hear twice what you have to say. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do actually hear an echo. Let me see if I could uh, switch this real quick. Okay. But you know what? You're switching there, Isaiah. I want to go back to something. So that was definitely very bold and brave of you to just go out there and acquire, like you said, office space. Um, because for, for most people, if they do venture out on their own, and, you know, the, the, the quote unquote, the smart thing to do is to take some baby steps. And I mean, I advise that to people, take some baby steps. And that's, I mean, that's a smart thing to do. But at the same time, I actually look Wait, one at one second, people. Oscar. Yes. Uh, now I can't hear you, Isaiah. Can you, can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, now I can. Okay. So, uh, Anyways, what I was like, what I, what I was saying is that, is, is that I view your bold move of moving into office space as just that bold, courageous, my friend. Like you just went completely dove right into the, the uh, entrepreneurial ocean, and uh, it was either sink or, sink or swim. And you know, you succeeded. Obviously, um, I mean, when two thousand eight came, I mean, you know, there was a lot of things that went against us, and a lot of businesses either shut down or suffer tremendously. So, but, uh, so then, so you venture out on your own 2008 comes, um, take us to the present. Isaiah. what are some of the, what you're, well, actually, I'm sorry, before we get into that, the present, uh, I don't want to skip the bit, a major part. I want to talk about the work, how you and I met and the work that you did for me, because I'm very grateful to you that you helped me create my first website you know i had some ideas and like i said earlier i shared them with you and you came back and you gave me some feedback etc and so forth and i got a lot of compliments i'd say from uh, my website uh thanks to thanks to you but um talk about what like when you take on a a web design Walk us through what is what goes through Isaiah's mind to help the client really flush out what's what's vague in here in our mind and then turn it into just a beautiful digital artwork. Yeah, I think the important thing is just listening. You know, um a lot of times as a designer we just start throwing out concepts and we make it so difficult for the client. Uh, we just kind of slow down and listen to you know their need. Then we can figure out the right solution to the, you know, there's like pain points, clients, there's problems, there's, there's whoa, I'm getting crazy echoes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like crazy, crazy. Should I go back to the other? Yeah, yeah, go back to the other. 
Yeah, it's echoing like crazy. Yeah, I don't want you to blow up over there, Isaiah. Okay, like I don't want to. I, don't, I want you to be my first. Yeah, you know. This is yeah. better. There you go. Yeah. yeah so, so I think a lot of times, as designers, we just jump into like designer mode. And yeah. we don't listen to people. We just start trying to like, look at this great design. Look at this, you know, graphic that I came up with. But for me, the main thing I want to do is listen to what the client is trying to portray or trying to, you know, story that they're trying to tell with their website, their design, their product, or their service. So then my approach is like, okay, so if I can just listen you can kind of figure out the right pathway to what is on the heart of, you know, the client. So when you were talking about your site, I remember, remember that graphic where, um, the top, uh, remember the, the different texts yes, 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 yes. and I remember thinking, okay, Oscar wants this graphic to look a certain way. How can I make it the way that he's thinking? Maybe there's a way that, um, I can show him another way. So I just kind of kind of went and all these different directions and ended up, you know, with the design that we had. So Yeah. And folks, what Isaiah is talking about here is is that I had these uplifting, empowering words that I use in my talks and Basically, it was a, what is it called, smorgasbord of these words, and I wanted them somehow highlighted on the main graphic graphic of my first website, but I didn't know exactly how to do it. And Isaiah was the one who, again, took my idea and turned it into a reality. And when he first showed it to me, I was like, this is exactly what I was looking for, like, How'd you know? <laughs> so, and, and you know what I said? Um, listening, what you said, dear client, mm -hmm. that is so critical because that piece of it, I don't care what it is, if it's relationship building, if it's in sales uh, or, you know, web design uh, or just designing, listening is so critical. And yeah. And sometimes many of us don't do that. And like you said, we just stop in your, in your industry, <clears throat> people start throwing out ideas, ideas, you know, designs, designs, instead of just sitting back and just listening to the person. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So now let's talk about today. Your, you, your business has grown. Uh, you've diversified your products. In fact, I'm going to show right now. Look what I got folks from Isaiah. Okay covering here you can see here with the logo a speedo logo um i like the fact isaiah covers you know right underneath my chin as well so it looks really nice it fits really well thank you and then also um of course uh right here doing uh the logo love it too very nice um it's a little hard to see but this is an Aspida uh consulting decal Put it on my laptop or uh, put it on my Lamborghini. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, also, Isaiah, I got this, you know, long sleeve uh, shirt. Obviously, you know, you got the NASA here logo and you got some more print down here. And then uh, this is uh, another long sleeve T-shirt that Isaiah sent over to, him, to me with uh, his uh, business logo. Thank you, Isaiah, for uh, sure. uh, for this. This is it's awesome. So, so tell us, um, what other services do, do you provide? Uh, so basically, my business is about telling stories, you know, to my from my clients. And yeah. my main uh, work is logo design, uh, print design. So anything that has to do with like print marketing, you know, like uh, brochures, catalogs, you know, posters like big banners on sides of buildings. Um, and then I also do like t-shirts, yeah. uh, also, you know, web design. And then um, I also photograph lots of, you know, like portraits, uh, products, you know, it's kind of a wide, wide array. And I think also uh, one of the things that I haven't been doing as much as I've done like previous years is print procurement. So a lot of my clients will come to me and want to design, um, let's say, this really nice uh, 
catalog, right, for their products or something, but then they want to print them. So what they'll do is, you know, have me design everything. Yeah. And then after I design it, I'll have it printed. Like I work with a network of, you know, like print vendors. Yeah. And then I have it printed and I send it to them. So basically it's kind of like a one-stop shop where you don't need to uh, do anything. You just come to me. This is what I want. Design it, photograph things, print it out and, you know, have it you know, to them. So That is cool. That is cool. Yeah. And and I say one of the things too that, that I want you to talk about, because I didn't know this, but um, like, for example, going back to the apparel, you know, printing, you can do like small quantities and large quantities, yeah, yeah. right? Because yeah, oftentimes yeah. You, you go to someone and like, you know, in my case, I have a small business, you know, I'm not going to print, you know, a thousand t-shirts, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so talk about that, about the quantities. Yeah. So when I, um, when I started my business, I wanted to create like all these t-shirts with my, you know, design on it. I wanted to make, you know, all this like cool apparel, yeah. you know, decal stickers and stuff. But when you go to these printing companies, they want you to print like thousands of them, right? But I'm just one person. So back when I first started, the technology wasn't that good. But now the technology has gotten so good that you can actually do these things, you know, from your house. So I have like a vinyl uh, vinyl cutter. Yeah. Um, it's the Silhouette Cameo 4. And what that does is I can create any design and it'll cut out on this whether it's like a decal vinyl or an actual heat transfer vinyl. Yeah. And then I can create that little uh, design and either put it on a t-shirt, on, you know, a hat, on a jacket. And I can make, you know, just one if you wanted to. And um, there's also this technology called screen printed transfers. So if you think of like regular t-shirts that are printed today and you, you get a t-shirt from let's say a concert, right? Yeah. Um, those are all screen printing, right? So these screen printing companies are printing thousands and thousands of t-shirts, but they have this new technology now where they can take your design and they can put it on the special transfer paper. And then with that paper, you can print it on this, uh, it's called a heat press. It's basically like a really hot, like industrial kind of iron. And you can press that on the shirt and the heat and the pressure will interact with the t-shirt and make it so that it actually like prints on there so it feels just like you know normal t-shirt so in those situations if i get like a big order like let's say someone wants to print 50 t-shirts then i'll just do that and print you know using the screen printed transfers yeah but if let's say you just want to print two t-shirts with you know your logo then I'll just use the heat transfer vinyl and, you know, cut it out, press it. And it feels and looks, I mean, amazing. Like you can, you can feel it right now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it really does. It really does. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what too, uh, what I like about this uh, uh, t-shirt is uh, the, the, the cut, the fit, because yeah, yeah. some t-shirts you put them on and they just feel boxy. Like they feel yeah, like you yeah. just literally just put on a curtain. You know, yeah, yeah. over, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but, but no, this one like kind of feels like an athletic cut, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's the uh, American apparel t-shirt. Yeah. So their, their cut is more of that uh, slim fit kind of, you know, the, I guess the stylish, you know, yeah, yeah, ones yeah. that people like these days. Yeah. 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 You're making me feel like I'm, you know, back <laughs> in uh, at high school, man, when I used to work out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is cool. So Isaiah, let's talk about um and you know, I don't I don't know if you have your your um your your browser up and running, but yeah, yeah. I wanna I wanna transition now. Um I'm talking about some ways that we can, whether the average person uh or someone that maybe has a staff, you know, so we'll cover kind of the the, the spectrum here of some tips that that people can uh things that they can do to their social media to really you know i use the word spice it up to because i i, I was talking to a, a friend of mine on linkedin and he asked me the question hey oscar you know can you take a look at my uh my uh activity and give me some feedback on things that i can do to generate more engagement and i gave him some feedback 
but also part of it too is is the presentation you know the 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 look and feel of your content i i, I think we need to move we, the, the days have come and gone where you can just upload a what i call a raw photo and then just expect people to be like oh that's so cool and engage it like things are evolving like buddy i mean like we don't use brick phones anymore okay we have like you know touch screen now so social media is evolving you know the same way so why don't you uh give us some some uh some tips and uh on again what what can first of all the average person do to uh uh spice up their uh their social media content yeah so i think do you remember the time i think we had a conversation and you were saying hey you should you know post more often there's so many things that you know people can learn from you yes and that kind of left a really big impression on me and i was thinking you know social media normally is a lot of um you know look at the great you know lunch i'm eating look at the place i'm vacationing uh, look at all these things that um you know i'm like enjoying right yeah and then we only share like the best parts of our life and there's no kind of authenticity or genuine like this is who i am yeah so i didn't do social media like seriously for a really long time even right now i feel like i could be doing more but you know when work gets busy or life gets busy it just kind of makes it tough um but i think for me i really wanted to help people yeah and kind of connect through actually like posting things so uh some of the things that i started posting once i started again was um i wanted to post like failures i wanted to post like stories of like why i did certain things or encourage people to step out and i don't know it's like all of these things mixed together and i wanted to um, do it in a way that was kind of um kind of current so i don't i don't know if you're familiar with like instagram carousels uh yeah 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 so that's a really big kind of popular thing right now so you have 10 slides to tell a story so i just took that formula um so basically uh the first slide it should be like the attention grabber yeah and then you know the next few slides should be like information but it's like grabbing the attention of the viewer to the next slide and next slide yeah and then towards the end you're giving them like the meat and potatoes you know the takeaway the 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 most important parts so they're following you along in the story to that part and then at the very end you know you usually ask them for some kind of action like share this post like it you know follow me something like that so i use that formula and i just started kind of thinking about my life thinking about my business thinking about people and i just started posting things and then that opened the door to um like my youtube channel so i i'm not the most like comfortable in front of a camera i think all of us are kind of scared or nervous or we're going to you know say something stupid or it's just not going to come out the way like in our brain it yes. sounds really cool but then when it comes out it's like man that sucks you know <laughs> yes. so i i, I have to get over all those things and then um i started posting more on youtube and i was making um like these videos for people that were interested in design so i would try to connect with people they would ask me can you tell me about um you know color theory can you tell me about like the process of designing a logo how do you come up with ideas so i would just record myself you know yeah. doing the you know video on answering those questions and then when when covid hit and everyone was struggling a lot of my um my friends have kids at home and they were going crazy because the kids were just having a difficult time they're working from home so then i thought oh maybe i can be helpful by creating like a kids art class you know maybe i can give the parents a break So then I started doing kids art class on Fridays and I'm just 
trying to post to help people, you know, yeah. sometimes like I'll get whatever, five views. And sometimes I get, you know, 500 views. Yeah. But for me, it's not about the views. It's not about the likes. It's just about helping people. Yeah. You know, I genuinely want people um, to feel like I'm a resource that can help them. I might not know you, but if you came to me and you're, you're, you asked me, Isaiah, can you help me with, you know, whatever, color theory? I want to know more. I'd love to explain that. I'd love to, you know, like say, hey, here's a, a great way to come up with mock-ups for your design portfolio. Here are some, you know, resources. And and I point people to my website because I have resources on there that I, I want them to, you know, have access to it too. Because a lot of the things that, you know, we, we get, it's like, oh, you want this mock-up? It's, you know, $20. Yeah. I, I was there when, you know, I was a struggling student. I didn't know anything. And right now there's so much information. There's so much access. So when I get a chance, I tell people, hey, go to this website. It's free. You know, go here. All you have to do is write, you know, the attribution to this. And you can use their, you know, artwork. Go to this place and get free, you know, like, you know, images, go to this place, get free fonts. Like there's so much resources out there. So for me, my main objective is to just, you know, help people and be honest. And that's kind of been the driving force of my social media. I love, I love that. And I want to go back and summarize here what I heard you say, uh, because it's, it's a a great, 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 a great strategy uh, and, and, and combined with your personal values. But one is you started off by talking about the Instagram carousels. And so what I heard you say is you did some research on what is popular, what it, you know, is the latest trend. So doing that yep. research. Number two is uh, you talked about um, how can you tell a story? And, and that's just a story. But you, in your case, you decided to tell some of your personal stories. Like you said, what are some of the failures or some of the things about your business journey, you know, lessons that you've learned. So you made it more personal because that piece of it separates you from 99% of the knuckleheads that post, you know, their, like you said, their food pictures or their booty shots, you know, when they were in whatever at the beach or, you know, their sick pack, whatever, all that type of stuff, right? It's like, you know, you differentiate yourself. The other piece that I heard too is is that um, it's not about like you said the how many views or likes you get, but really you genuinely wanting to help other people, yeah. and that comes through in the content that you create, the quality of the content, you know that that you create, and I, I'm a huge believer that uh, that um, ultimately that comes back around to serve you, you know, sure, to do sure. these things. Um, that's awesome. I said, I said, um, do you, by any chance you have your, the, the examples uh, on your yes. LinkedIn? Yes. Why don't you pull, pull them, pull them up. I think uh, Helica can help us here with the, the sharing. So share your tab. And then uh, why don't you walk us through some examples of some of the uh, content that you are creating and sharing. So, There we go. Okay. Can you see? Yeah. Okay. Now we can see it. So walk us through here, my friend. Yeah. So this was actually one of my first um, posts. I was kind of nervous and scared about this one. So. Wait, you took your diploma. Yeah. (laughs) Right? No, I I Photoshopped this all out right here. Oh, okay. Okay. Still, that's awesome. Dude, that's very creative. I wanted to get the attention of the viewer. Like, like this guy this dropped guy out of college. college. What what's going on? So yeah. when you click on it, it's like, it's like to be honest, honest, I was undisciplined, obsessed with fixing up my car and just having fun with friends. So I went back and I found this picture of my old car that I had fixed up. And then now, it's like now, yes. sorry, Isaiah, I, I it's because uh in the event, because we're gonna take some of this content too, and we're gonna share it on my podcast as well. So I wanna um, explain to people what, what we're seeing here. So if you can go back to the very first picture sure. uh, image. So folks, those of you that might be listening to this on the podcast later is uh, Isaiah, we're looking at Isaiah's LinkedIn 
account. Uh, and he, what he did is he took what looks like a, uh, a diploma, San Jose State, State University diploma, and then he photoshopped it and across the middle with uh, all caps letter, it says I dropped out of my, I dropped out of college after my first year. And then the next image, he says, to be honest, I was undisciplined, obsessed with fixing up my car and just having fun with friends. And he, ha he has a picture, like he said earlier, of his car. But the cool thing, though, is, and we don't realize it until the, the third slide uh, image, is that it's, it's only showing the left side half of his car. All right, Isaiah. Yeah, yeah. So then you go and you see the other side of the car. Yep. And then the response is, for three years, I had fun worked my full-time job and thought everything was fine. This is just like a movie, right? Yes. You know, you're building up like, okay, everything is fine, but it's not fine. Yes. So then everything was fine until I got laid off from my job. So what do I do now? And he has, what do I do now in bold folks underneath, okay? So to build that attention, what do I do now? And then I had no job. No skills and no value. I felt like such a loser. And then I found this picture on one of those free like stock photo sites. Yeah, yeah. And my wife thought that I took this photo of myself, but it's actually a stock photo. <laughs> that does look like your forehead, Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, so felt like a loser. And then I had a choice to make stay where I was and live with regret or change. Yeah. And then this one, I just took a photo with my iPhone. Oh, my, this is, yeah. oh, this is, okay. So in my backyard, I have a little concrete area and I just yeah. took a photo with my, oh, that's uh, cool. my favorite Air Jordans on and I Photoshopped <laughs> that, uh, that arrow in there. Yeah. And then, so you go to the next slide and then it's, so I decided to make a change. So it's basically, if you look at both slides, you have a cho choice of either living with regret or changing. Yeah. So, so I chose, I chose to, change, to change, you know, to go right. Yeah. And then you get the next one. It's I went back to school, got my degree, and eventually started my design business a couple of years later. And then I love this quote from Jim Rohn. He's like a business, uh, you know, from from like the 80s, and he says, "We must all suffer one of two things: the pain of discipline or the pain of regret." Yeah, it's a great quote. And then. I just, I usually end these with some kind of encouraging encouragement. So I just says, you know, change is always an option. It's never too late. Just take the first step today and say yes to a better life, a better mind, a better you. You can do it. This is awesome. I, Isaiah, I love, I love how you told the story because you, you told it in a very simple manner and you complimented it nicely with these images mm -hmm. this is uh, this is awesome yeah i would love to show you um one of these okay so once i did that one i start thinking okay i need to connect with people right yeah so i did this one beliefs briefs versus budgets this is a little bit of I guess a jab at my old clients who didn't see the value in the work that I did. So I said, all right, it's like a fight, right? Briefs versus budgets. So there's a guy, he's jumping in the air and you're like, okay, what's happening? This guy's about to kick somebody in the face. Yeah, yeah. Then you look over and it's like, yeah, there's a guy, he's about to get kicked in the face. And then it says, when you're negotiating with your client, sometimes it feels like, like a battle. They tell you their exhaustive requirements and then their tiny budgets. And then say recently a few clients lowballed me so badly, I actually felt like closing down my business and quitting. Instead of doing that, I decided to take a break and search the web. So as I was scouring the internet, I came across these perfect examples that epitomize what I was feeling. And then it's like, there's a picture of the top picture is a client's expectation. He has all these crazy cameras and lighting. And then the bottom, there's a client's budget. It's a little iPhone connected to this little tripod. And then I got one like client requirements is, you know, they want like a Jaguar 
But then the picture below is a little dog on top of this, you know, I don't know what kind of car that is, but it's a pretty cheapy car. And then, you know, this is my personal favorite. You know, client's expectation is, you know, they want that, the, the Thanos, um, you know, whatever, this glove. Yeah. And then there's like a rubber uh, glove version with some cheapy like candy box on it. So... This is my response to all of that, right? So I, yeah. this is where I want to encourage and I want to help and I want to educate, you know, the people that are reading this. So I'd say, instead of getting frustrated, we need to educate our clients on the value we bring and the problems we help solve for them. Then we can show them the disconnect between their budgets and their expectations. Yeah. And then it's like, if we're too far apart, we must have the courage to say no. And yes, yes to, to better, better clients, clients, better projects, yes. and a better business. Yes. And then I try to um, end with more encouragement. Yep. Don't let a few difficult clients get you down or discourage you from pursuing your dreams. Keep pushing forward. And it's like these kinds of things, you know, are, I don't know how it makes like social media enjoyable. I, I just, if, I, if I have time, can I show you this one more? Yeah, of course. One? But this we can is, be on here like until tomorrow, okay? We can have a marathon. No, this longer. this Nintendo one, I, I thought about this so long. This is, like, like these ideas, ideas, they don't just come like, you know, in you know five minutes and I just yeah. like I'm 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 creating, you know, like a bunch of um different slides. Wait, Isaiah, what, sorry to interrupt. By the way, uh we have Jackie, my friend Jackie, who uh, on here and she's like She's like, this is so creative. By the way, uh, Isaiah, you need to connect with uh, Jackie. Jackie has a radio show out in Phoenix. She's also very creative uh, oh, okay. person as well. And who knows? There might be some potential business opportunities there with some of her clients that she has. So connect with sure, her. She's sure. a good person. Sure. Sure. But, yeah. All right. I, I would love to. I would. I would love to meet meet Jackie and connect. That, that sounds great. Um, so for this Nintendo cheat code. So, so I, I wanted, wanted to share something from my childhood, and I remember playing, you know, a lot of games on the yeah. Nintendo, and there's this cheat code, and it's for Super Contra. And I thought, how can I make um, this idea of a cheat code, but how can I make it related to, like, doing a business, right? Yeah. So I start off with the first slide. So if you look at it, there's these arrows. So it's like up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Yeah. B A select start. Select start. So yes. that's, that's the cheat the code, code, right? Yeah. And you click to the next, the next one, one, and it's if you remember this code, you probably played. And then you go to the next slide, and it's contra, right? The guys. And then the next slide says, for those of you who don't remember, when you entered this cheat code, you were given thirty lives and basically destroyed any level you played because you had so many extra lives. And then, and then this got me thinking. thinking, why don't I run my business this way? Why do I pressure myself to be perfect and make no mistakes? Why do I feel like I must never fail? And then the truth is, and I have this awesome golden key. Yeah, yeah. Failure is part of success. It's what helps us learn and grow. Without it, we wouldn't be able to improve our abilities and achieve our dreams. Yep. And then this awesome quote by Robert F. Kennedy, only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. And then same thing, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. I put in the cheat code for you. Now go out there and get after it. So that's just kind of, I don't know, my heart for people watching you know, the stuff yeah. that I post. Listen, all you, all you uh, Gen Xers out there, you can totally rate, uh, relate here to uh, what Isaiah is saying. And those of you millennials and Gen Zs, Google it, okay? You'll figure it out. You know, <laughs> you'll, you'll come up to speed here, okay? But uh, so, so Isaiah, I, I, let's pause for a second here and, and dissect this because one is, I heard you earlier when you showed the first example is that you, A, were thinking and tried something yeah. And then from there, that gave you the inspiration to try new things. And see, I think one of the things that holds many people up from just being more creative, more engaging uh, on social media is we overthink it. 
And and I, I truly believe that when we take that next step like you did, and, and buddy, you're like a professional graphic designer. Most people will think, well, of course, you know, Isaiah's a professional graphic designer. So, you know, he, he, of course this is easy. And that's not true, folks. I mean, even Isaiah struggled. But we all need to take that first step just like you took that first step. And then you take that first step and then new, you're, it's, like, it's like going to the gym, right? You exercise yeah. your creative muscle and then other things come, right? Now, yeah, maybe for you, Isaiah, it took you by the second or third time, you know, you're like creating some amazing artwork. You know, for me, it may, might, maybe it took a hundred times, but still, you know, it's like we didn't quit, right? We took that first yep. step. Yep, yep. So this is awesome. What uh, what other things, what other tips can you give, uh, give us, uh, Isaiah, with this creativity? Like, again, like what, like, what about someone that is like, either not techie or super low techie any any tips that you can give that person i think the i think the important thing is the story you know yeah. you can have amazing graphics but if the story sucks then it doesn't really matter you know so a lot of these um carousels i could have just had one picture in the very you know front the first slide and then the rest could have just been text but the text is what keeps you continue, you know, to see what the end of the story is, right? Yeah. So I guess my my advice would be just because you don't have the design like skills, you can still create really beautifully designed, you know, social media posts. Yeah. If you look at um like YouTube, there are, you just Google like or, or just search like uh how to create, you know, Instagram carousel. And there's tons of videos that are step-by-step that will show you how to do that. Yeah. And you can just follow along, you know, if you have the software. There's also people on there that will show you how to do it with um, software, kind of like Can Canva. Yeah. It's like a free, you know, free design, like software that you can use, you know, to create these slides too. And it's, you know, it all works beautifully. So. I think the most important thing to start is to figure out the story you want to tell. Yep. And then after that, you know, you can refine like the, you know, graphics and the imagery and stuff. Cause there's so many wonderful um, stock photo sites that are free, you know, you can just go and you can search, you know, the idea that you have and say, you know, let's say I want to talk about like growth and then you search, you know, uh, trees or leaves or something, right? Or yes. fire. And then, you know, you find the imagery and then you're trying to figure out okay, how can I tell a story where this, you know, small seed becomes this huge tree and, you know, you can go and tell those kinds of stories using those elements. But yeah, that would be my, uh, my advice, you know, work on the story first. That's important. Story, storyline, folks. Jackie's so funny because she, uh, but she, uh, Jackie just created that hashtag, uh, find the cheat code hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, no, this is, uh, this is awesome. Um, <clears throat> I said, uh, just to wrap it up here. So you mentioned Canva, any other tools for beginners that you, um, uh, recommend? Um, you know, you know Google, like Google, Google slides. slides, like I've, I've, I've done stuff with Google slides. I think that is an option. Um, I think if you just Google like free, uh, design software, yeah. there's a lot of, you know, alternatives that you can use without actually having to pay. Yeah. Um, some of the ones that are just for like mobile only are actually really, really good. You know, like you can just take a photo. And then uh, use the, the app and, you yeah. know, create some text on top. I mean, I think I, I got some cool videos from you that had uh, all, you know, done on the phone, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of stuff, you yeah. know, that I think is, is amazing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I do all, all my stuff that I do is on my phone. And mm. uh, I use uh, Adobe Spark Post, uh, okay. the mobile. Uh, there's also Adobe Spark video and adobe spark pages but um adobe spark posts it's it's a competitor to canva you know a mm, lot of people yeah, use yeah. Canva. They, they love canva but uh but yeah uh no this is awesome 
Isaiah, thank you. I mean, th this is some great stuff, uh, you know, some great tips, um, you know, that you've shared, some great examples. I, I mean, we're, we're connected on LinkedIn. I, uh, I did notice when your content just changed, you know, the, the graphics just changed. I was like, I was like, damn, look at Isaiah over here, man. He's stepping up his game. He's like, he's making me look, you know, putting me to shame over here. You know, I got my goodwill images going up here. And Isaiah's over there got his, you know, Jaguar images up there. But uh, no, you're, you're doing some uh, great work, uh, Isaiah. Isaiah, any um, any final final words, any final tips, ideas, recommendations uh, for folks uh, to help them spice up their social media? I think it's really important to think about being the most authentic, genuine self, right? Yeah. Because everybody else is doing the same thing all over social media, right? Yeah. Look at the stuff I have. Look where I'm at. You know, like, look at all these accolades. Yeah. But if you were to share, this was my biggest failure, and this is what I learned. And this was my biggest success. And maybe that wasn't everything that you had imagined it would be. Yeah. And then you can kind of share more genuine, you know, authenticity. Like this is what's going on. And then you can start a conversation, you know, and instead of trying to, you know, same thing, instead of trying to pursue likes and all these followers. Yeah, of course, we, we, we have this thing where we love affirmation and we love that feeling, oh, I have 150,000 subscribers. Look at all this, you know, like accolade and attention that I'm getting. But for me, I get the most satisfaction from one person commenting on a video saying, thank you so much for explaining, you know, color theory to me. Like there's, there's this one guy, his name is Mike. I, I, I've never met him and he just randomly asked me about something on one of my YouTube videos. So I said, okay. So I made a video for him and he responded, thank you so much. That was so, you know, that made it so clear for me. That helped me a lot. And just that one comment, it made me think like social media can actually be a positive thing that helps people with no strings attached. It's just me helping another human being. Yeah like connect ideas or connect thoughts. Yes. And maybe by me doing that, that person, they can have a different life trajectory because I'm encouraging them, hey, take the leap of faith, invest in yourself, you know, try that thing, you know, don't spend all this money, do this other thing, you know? And if you have a wonderful idea, go after that because the wonderful thing about life right now and the internet, you can think of it this way. We're, we're one idea, one design, one whatever, a small thing away from the biggest client that we can have. You know, maybe we create some, I don't know, like a t-shirt design, right? Yeah. There's this thing, there's this thing called Amazon merch. And when you get in, into, into the program, you can basically design a t-shirt and it goes onto Amazon. And Amazon takes a portion of you know, of the price and you take a little commission of it. Yeah. So there are people that upload designs onto Amazon and it's like, I just recently saw one. It says, um, Mamasaurus and there's a picture of a, like a, uh, what is it? Uh, a big dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. And it has like a kind of like a girly feature and has like this little, uh, I don't know, apron and a little bow or something. And that person sold like a hundred thousand dollars, probably like estimated. This is yes. one design. Oh my god! So if you think if you think about it, you're just one design, one idea away from that, right? Yeah. And if I can help somebody to say, hey, why don't you try Amazon merch? It's free. You don't need any money. You just need ideas. Ideas yeah. are free. Yeah. You know, or why don't you try this other thing? Or, you know, like there, there's so much possibility. So. The thing I, I, I really want to leave like the listeners is just try, just put stuff out there. You know, it, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like you can have like a really bad post and then you go, okay, the next one I'm gonna make it better. And the next one I'm gonna be better. 
This one, I'm going to tell a funny story, and maybe it's like the worst carousel that, you know, you, you have. Then yeah. you try another one and another one, and it's just a matter of like, I don't know, just trying. And yes. maybe something will hit, and that, that feeling you get when you actually get some, you know, gratitude from somebody that sees your heart and, you know, the effort that you're trying to put out there, like, yep. that's what makes it worth it, you know, yep. for me. It's so. true. Well, and, and Isaiah, I think that's part of the reason why you and I uh, connected in the first place and have remained friends. And I mean, essentially, we've reconnected here um, is your generosity. And uh, again, you know, I uh, can't thank you enough, you know, for my mask, right? My T-shirt, okay? And uh, T-shirts and the, uh, the decals, the stickers that you sent over. And I know there's a lot of other stuff. And in fact, uh I'm going to hit you up because uh, I have some ideas on some, uh, you know, taking my T-shirt and adding some of my crazy uh, uh, OG sayings that I have, you know. So That's I have good. That, that, yeah. You know, you know, hey, I'm not going to live forever, but, you know, my T-shirt, my will. OK, so someone yeah. someday someone might find that T-shirt somewhere in the gutter. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love what this says. <laughs> For sure. Isaiah, buddy, thank you so much for joining me today on Career Talk with OG. Thank you for your friendship. You are very creative and you are a very easy person to work with. Uh, so thank you so much, Isaiah. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really had a good time. I was a little nervous in the beginning, but uh, yeah, this was uh, really fun. Yeah, no, awesome. Bye, everyone. Uh, until next week. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Career Talk with OG. Be sure to rate us and let us know what content you want to see on our next podcast. For more information, visit our website at www.aspedaconsulting.com.